And then when it comes to time, it's the most valuable asset. Mm-hmm. We, uh, it is not infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe our actions can be uh, so that way they exist long after we're gone. But, um, it's, uh, if we don't use it accordingly, um, we can be a slave to it. Yeah. It's very easy to get very busy mm-hmm. and distracted yeah. and lost and stressed and um, lonely. Yeah. And we have to have a better relationship with time. Yeah. We have to find out how we're using it mm-hmm. and how it works for us. Yeah. Not the other way around. So. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, everyone. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. Whoa. So... Um, this one, you guys, this, this episode is, is truly a hall of famer. Listen, every episode I've ever put out on the podcast means so much to me. Then there's a few guests that come on who, you know, I, I just feel such deep resonance with and, and really, you know, I, I want to stay close to, you know, I want to actually, um, create a real friendship with, you know, and some of, some of my best friends actually, um, have, have, have been the result of that, you know, come on to this podcast and been an amazing guest. And so, you know, this is just one of the incredible reasons why I love having this podcast. Um, so that's, you know, the starting point to say that this guest that I am so, so honored and so proud to share with all of you is truly someone who, you know, I, I just, I really hope that you feel his frequency. You feel his essence, his wisdom, and the deep love that lives in everything that he shares. So who is this remarkable guest? His name is Matt Gottesman. So Matt and I recently connected um, when I discovered his work and, and, and like I said, had, you know, just felt like a deep resonance with his messaging and, and really like where it came from. And the backstory to how we met is uh, it lives in this conversation. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, you know, I am just very, very grateful that our paths have crossed. I'm, I'm mesmerized by his message. And, um, you know, in one of the DMs when we were kind of getting ready to to do this episode, I was like, Matt, I just I just want to pass you the mic and I just want you to go. <laughs> and so, you know, here we are. And um, let me tell you a little bit about him. So Matt is a business strategist, a digital consultant. He's been, you know, on the digital scene for over 20 years. His career capital is rich. He's a writer and one that really speaks to my soul. Um, He's a badass content creator, a community builder, a podcaster, 
an international brand architect. He's been helping companies reach their goals and scale. He's worked with prestigious brands like Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy, and and many more. I personally frame this magnetic and prolific man as a life artist, which I think that you're really going to get that very easily when you take this incredible talk in. So, you know, one of the things I find really unique about Matt's approach to life and business is the heart and integrity he puts into every facet of the game and he's not in it just for him. You know, he's really someone who has this beautiful abundant mindset that is like all about helping everyone win. And that is, that's rare. Let's be real. It's rare. So, you know, he's here amplifying voices and souls authentically, not just for marketing purposes or for the blue check mark on Instagram which is arguably a lost art in today's like-obsessed world. So in this episode, we dive into very deep topics, um, living life with truth and expressing that authenticity through your life and career, growing and evolving a community, not just enabling it, your most valuable assets, the trifecta of power I call your focus, time, and energy, the importance of witnessing yourself through self-awareness with self-compassion through your life's process, the importance of developing internal stability and self-reliance, the powerful ripple effect of discipline, leading your soul's path with agency and autonomy, the genesis to his incredibly powerful writing and his plans for some books that he'll be putting out soon and so much more. Honestly, like I didn't even touch it, you know? This conversation just holds so much depth that I know you will find incredible value in. So I want to invite you to even just pause this episode, go follow him or do it after. I'm not even going to have to guide you to do that. You're going to run to his Instagram. All of all of um, where to find Matt and um, stay connected to him is in the show notes. And, um, you know, I would love so much to know how this episode makes you feel, what it offers you. Um, as always, please, you know, the conversation continues the best place for that in, is Instagram DMs or comment under the post, share this episode, tag Matt and I up on your stories. It would mean a lot to both of us. You know, he's very, um, he just, he, he is so about community. So, you know, you reach out to him and trust me, he will respond to you. So don't be shy. Let us know. I have an incredible feeling that this one's really going to shake you in the best way. So, um, yeah, let me just drop you right in to this fucking incredible episode with this incredible man and and very proud to say a dear new friend of mine, Matt Gottesman. Enjoy. You guys, before I hit play on this episode, I got to fill you in on one of my secret weapons that helps me to feel great and perform great in my life. I get asked this question all the time. How do you have so much energy? And the truth is, it's my entire lifestyle. But a major factor that plays into this energy is my morning ritual. That's right. That is my secret weapon. It's how I'm starting my days. How you start your day, you guys, 
directly impacts how you are going to move throughout your day. So what I wanted to do to really support you to optimize your energy, to help you be very focused and drive yourself in the direction you want to move yourself throughout your day is I created a free downloadable 10 minute kick-ass energy morning ritual. That's right. Cause I know, I know not everybody has a ton of time every morning to designate to a morning practice, but even 10 minutes, 10 minutes at the start of your day will make a major difference. I say it all the time, you guys, inches make the mile. So what do you get in this morning ritual? You get a five minute meditation that you can actually take in at any time of day. It's going to root you, center you, and help you just get very grounded and elevated within yourself. You're also going to get a free downloadable PDF with some action prompts just to help you build the habit of this ritual. So, so there's some journal prompts in there. There's a movement prompt in there. There's some intentional nutrition prompts in there just to help you, you know, be very conscious about the way that you're driving your body and your nutrition throughout the day. Both are huge levers in how you're going to feel and perform. Another call to actions. All of this you can receive by entering your email. There's a link in the show notes, but this is also on blackbeltbeauty.com's homepage. I just made it easy for you by putting this link in the show notes. Put in your email and you will immediately get the meditation and PDF sent to you. I did this because I want you to feel great and perform great in your life. And honestly, you guys, my morning ritual is truly that. It is a secret weapon. It's how I sharpen my sword and how I strengthen my shield and prepare for battle. Whatever life's going to throw at me or whatever I'm, you know, putting myself in, in terms of being in the arena, you know, seek the fight every day. I know that I'm going to be better capable after I have done this morning ritual. So check it out. Let me know if it serves you. DM me on Roxy Look or Black Belt Beauty's Instagram. I can't wait to hear what you think and what you feel after practicing this morning ritual. Oh man. Um, well, first Matt, let me say thank you. I am so, so grateful to have this time with you. I'm so excited for what I already know is going to be an incredible cerebral adventure with you. So thank you for being here with me and all of our listeners. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I really, I really appreciate it. I know, I know we can go on a tear. So whatever direction you want to go in, we'll, we'll do it. Oh, we're going to dance all over. I mean, <laughs> first I want to say, I want to shout out um, and give you a little fun kind of behind the scenes story of how I even first discovered you. So my best friend, Carrie Walsh Jennings, I don't believe in coincidences. This is what's really interesting. She sends me this um, clubhouse uh, link and, you know, with some nice notes about you and, and what she feels about like the messages you share and, you know, for me to check it out basically. And it was super early in the morning. And the thing for me is that my morning me time, I don't spend time in that space I'm downloading from the external. I download from the internal, right? So I'm very, very like, uh, you know, it's, I would never usually normally go on to a clubhouse talk right. at that hour, you know? Um, but number one, anybody that my best girl sends to me and respects, you kind of get the backdoor entrance to my attention. Mm. That's number one. Number two, I don't know. There was something, you know, I went on your page and I was like, oh, let me, let me just like, you know, check them out. And 
I'm listening to you and this is going to bridge us into the, the starting point that I would like to start with you, but you know, I'm, I'm hearing your message, which was so powerful and beautiful, just everything that was coming out of you, but I can feel really deeply, like I'm just a highly sensitive individual and I'm feeling where your messaging is coming from. And I was like, Oh, this fucking guy is real. Like he's, <laughs> he's like, it's coming from like his sacral chakra. Like he's like speaking from truth and from passion, from absolute authenticity. And I swear, I don't hand out that statement at all, you know? Um, so that was really special. I, so basically like to just connect with you. And then we started connecting on DMS and then here we are. So it's not an accident. I really don't believe it's an accident that we have crossed paths because, you know, the more I've had so much fun, just diving into you, your work, it's endless. Like there's so much value in everything that you are doing and sharing. Um, so I'm just very grateful. And I think, you know, something that I kind of touched on right now that I, I would love to just have you riff on. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of that. I'm just going to like throw you fucking basketballs. Okay. I would just love for you to riff on what authenticity, like, what does that even mean to you? Why is that important? Why is it important for an individual <laughs> to operate their lives from their most authentic self? It's honest, you know, that to <sighs> authenticity, uh, you know, you see now kind of like people will say like, oh, you need to be your most authentic self, you know, and they'll start talking about it from like a marketing perspective. And I'm like, <clears throat> throughout centuries, we've had to be our most authentic self. And I think that that's actually a tougher thing for a lot of people than, um, than it should be, than it has to be, right? Um, it's just our truth. It's just being able to say, hey, like, here's how I feel. And I'm not even putting it on you. I'm just saying that in this moment, here's how I feel and here's who I am and here's what I'm understanding of myself. Yeah. And um, and I have a responsibility in owning all of that without putting that onto anybody else um, while at the same time, you know, kind of just loving on people a little bit, right? But I mean, and not to sound like all like woo, it's just that like, I, I see so many people out there um, sharing from a place, uh, and I did it too, I think at one point, um, validation, mm -hmm. prove, we must prove our worth. Mm -hmm. I have to prove myself in this world. I have to prove myself with this value, you know, worthiness. And, um, you know, uh, if I get these accolades, then I could put them, you know, in my, you know, way back in the day, maybe a resume or like a bio, I don't know, I've always been an entrepreneur, but like, like a, yeah, a bio yeah. or like a, you know, or, uh, you know, to get the credit that somebody else then can say, oh, you've done this right now, you know, um, now, now you're somebody, <laughs> now you're somebody now, now we can connect. And I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I personally think that that like, because I think that if you remove titles and you remove statuses and you remove, um, labels and you just have like a conversation that's really, really real. Like you actually create space for, you know, um, connection to happen for, for, for like somebody to feel like, you know what, I, I, I want to say what I really want to say. And I don't want to hold back the relief that comes from being in your own like self 
is one of the most freeing things you can do, right? And it's unfortunate too, a little bit with social media and the internet. I mean, I've been in the internet game for 20 plus years. So it's like, I've watched what happened because of the marketing side. I've watched what happened from more recent events and more recent years or from, but even like from like the influencer side and from like the comparison game and from the mental wellness game, like everybody's looking at social media and seeing the mood board uh, version of what the people are maybe trying to embody. Um, and there's nothing wrong with trying to embody these beautiful things, but not to like get that attention, not to get that, um, in my opinion, um, not to get that, you know, okay, now you're cool. Now I can approve you blue check Mark. Right. So blue it's like, <laughs> you know, um, and, and God bless for those, you know, for the, the blue check marks as well too. I mean, I'm not saying anything against it, just that like, you see how hard people work for it, yeah. you know? And, um, and then one other thing about that, I, I was recently giving a talk to some, uh, female entrepreneurs in the health and wellness space. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they were, uh, there was a talk about like, how do you get verified? And I had to really ask them, I said, why do you want to be verified? Yeah. By who? Great question. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So if I have a blue check mark, now oh, my yeah. account will grow so I can continue to feed the system to continue to verify me. Oh, my heart right now. Right. <laughs> so, or can I create an ecosphere of, Here's why I'm doing it. Here's who I'm doing it for. Let's come along together. Check mark, no check mark. Let's just have a really, really real, real talk. And the fact of the matter is, I think most people, most people really want to have the talk because I've even been around ones that aren't used to having it at all. And they put on the front and the moment I've been around them, they've been like, thank you. And I'm like, yeah, what's, what's up? You know, they're like, I don't get to talk this way that much. And that's how I also started to realize like, wow. You know, so your circle's pretty rough right now, how you can't have these talks. Like, no. So you start to, you know, I think the beautiful side of having influence online and then the podcast, um, well, all the podcast guests have been great, but on occasion when you get somebody that you get in contact with and you learn a little bit more behind the scenes than what uh, the internet portrays, you realize like, okay, wow everybody's going through something. Everybody just needs a safe space. Everybody wants to be seen, felt, and heard. We're all kind of want the same outcomes in life for the most part. It just depends on what level we're we're willing to work for it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we want to be free, right? We want to be ourselves. So powerful. Um, you know, it's like, God, everything you say just resonates with me on a very, very deep level. And, you know, a lot of the women that I coach and I mentor come to me to, develop and fortify their self-confidence. And, you know, one of, in my opinion, and it really is like kind of expanding what you just shared, one cannot truly, emphasis on truly, become self-confident if one is not willing to be loyal to their most authentic self. How is it even logical? Like, how is it possible to develop confidence if you are not operating from your truth? Yeah. Real confidence. 
real. And I put emphasis on that because it's like what you said. I mean, you've been in the digital fucking space for so long and it's got to be so incredible. Like if I can be in your mind one day to just see the time lapse of all of what <laughs> you've witnessed and, you know, um, just marketing and just everything. I mean, I was so late to the game and Instagram FYI, but like, and that's just Instagram, but just, you know, to, to witness, um, all of the efforting, and it's like, you're, you're, like you said, it's like, it's, um, you know, maybe the intention is good, but it's like, you're missing the fucking mark. If you would just yeah. show up and do you, you know, it's like, I always say like, I, there's a lot of things that I envision to impact this world with and from, right. One of which is to give permission, like just by me being my most authentic self guess what? You fucking do. You, nobody grant actually, and this will bridge us into something else. I have to be careful rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I wanna, like, you know, but just <laughs> basically I'm, I'm saying like, I, and this, you know, in so much of your beautiful writing, you know, it's, there's always this tone of, of just, of, of be in your truth, express your truth because the ripple effect that comes from that is a life of fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 again, it's, it's freedom, it's independence, it's sovereignty, mm -hmm. it's uh, knowing, mm -hmm. it has self-reliance and control in my world, not the external world. You were very right about the confidence. Um, when everybody's very anxious, we're probably thinking more of the external and everything that comes with it and everything we don't know. But if we take time, as you said, back at the beginning about like in the morning, doing the internal mm -hmm. and whatever I don't know, I will, I will take time to learn in each of the areas um, and my relationship to those areas, mm -hmm. my money, mm -hmm. my health, my relationships, my uh, work, my art, you know, how I show up in the world, all of these things. Right. And so that's where the confidence comes from, because you start to see how, um, your world is less affected by the decisions of others, which is a very big deal. It's a very, very big deal. And I just had this conversation the other day. Um, but, um, more importantly, like you, you, you feel more a sense of in your, your truth and doing the work just as straight up is just humbling. It's humility driven and it's humbling, you know? And, um, I like to do all the areas because a couple of things that I noticed was one, um, if we pay attention to just one, <laughs> if we pay attention to just the money, we're going to get all the way and fill the pockets and then use all that to buy back the health, the relationships, the, <laughs> like the spiritual, everything we can go all the way with, you know, the health, but if we're a healthy body, but you know, we're not maybe doing the spiritual or being a little bit more financially responsible, mm -hmm. you know, um, and you know, all of these different things. I, I so yeah. I think it's very humbling and it, with humility and humbleness, I think comes your truth, comes your authenticity again. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, my whole brand black belt beauty is built on optimal performance. It's holistic high performance. And it's exactly yes. why what you just said, because, you know, I'm not, first of all, interested in killing it in one avenue of my life. 
first of all. And second of all, it's not, it's not even possible. You might get to a very high level if you are focused on just one area, but you, it, it the way that nature works, FYI, everyone, <laughs> my audience has heard me say this several times. We are fucking nature. There's no separation between us. Um, you know, when you, when you, when you are only looking at, from a narrow lens at one area, other important areas of your life that need to be nourished and watered suffer. And then you have to pay the consequence of that suffering. Right. And that's essentially what you're saying. It's like, don't confine yourself to trying to just accelerate in one area, invest in all of these important other areas that, and actually let me just, because we're right there, there was a post that you put up that I loved and you said, um, you need five types of wealth, Mm. time, wealth, financial wealth, physical wealth, emotional wealth, spiritual wealth. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yes. (laughs) Yes to all. Um, I was writing it from both a business perspective and a a spiritual perspective, which I love bridging the two. Um, I constantly think about uh, if we're, we're here as like a soul traveling, right? That's how I look at it. And um, that personal freedom and sovereignty comes from doing the work. If I have financial wealth, I have the power to redistribute the way I need to reduce, redistribute um, and grow community, um, not enable community, grow community and infrastructure, um, you know, and maybe redefine the system, recreate a system. If I have spiritual wealth, right, one of the most important, if not the most important next to your health, um, I'm not easily shaken by a physical world, I'm more rooted in God. I'm rooted in my intuition, in source, in in what I already know. And so I'm not as easily swayed, right, by or manipulated at current times. And you're talking about in life in general in business doing a deal you don't want to do, or uh, maybe somebody, you know, somebody's dating somebody they don't want to date or they, or they do, and they, they're not, they're unsure. Like just being in your, um, it, uh, is a very guiding force. Your health, right. Is that the, uh, there's, there's five total. There's uh, a yeah, physical, emotional, spiritual, physical, emotional time, yes. time and as well, which is time. So I'll get to time last. Okay. Physical, um, wanted to embody health in totality. Mm-hmm. Um, if we do not take care of our temple, mm-hmm. right. Which I had learned at one point that, you know, we were designed to live for like thousands of years as a body, you know, I know it's funny when people say like, Oh, that's impossible. I'm like, well, when you think about it, I mean, you're a soul already inhabiting a machine like this. That's your body, mm-hmm. your choices and stress and lifestyle will kind of determine its length, right? Of, yeah. uh, you know, um, but, um, you know, we won't go down that rabbit hole too much, but, but, <laughs> no, but the okay. physical, right. But the physical, yeah. the physical is your, is your, um, way. I mean, it's the way 
Without that, right? Without your health, nothing else matters. You lose that and you're in deep shit. Yeah. Like that, like you can't perform anything else. Exactly. Right. Um, Which is why I think a lot of the world is rethinking right now Mm -hmm. in a multitude of different ways. Um, Your uh, emotional health is vital. It's so vital to understand your emotions because they're signals, Mm -hmm. they're an understanding of who you are, they're um, your experiences, they're um, this lifetime and maybe past lifetimes. You know, your job, our job is to get to know who we really are. So if I'm having something emotional come up, okay, great. Like, why do I feel that way? What, what even is that? Yeah. And what is that? What am I in relation to that? And how am I maybe, you know, is that being a part of an experience that I might be having with another in any given, you know, situation as well too. Yeah. Right. And so our, no, like having a, a, a true understanding of our emotions is so critical because we're seeing what's happening at the macro of a lot of untamed, uncertain frustrated, angry emotions, all just colliding, whether you're on a more appropriate angle, (laughs) I don't like using the word size or or not. Um, And so, you know, when we have a better relationship with our emotions, we're more apt to be not only like rooted and grounded in like how we approach things, but we're also able to think clear, like, yep. Hmm. Yeah. What do you know? Like, <laughs> like, like I, I would love, I would love the people at the top all fighting each other. Yeah. Um, like in the macro, I mean, like uh, what we're seeing, you know, all over to just stop for a second, but like, what do you know? Like, what, <laughs> like just out of curiosity, I mean, I'll show you what I know and where I heard it from and this, that, and that. Yeah. And then like you share with me and then like, let's just like together like let's have like a fun research party together or something like that. And like, you know, trade information and whatnot. Um, But it's so clear that what is dividing and is so divisive is triggering emotions. It always has been, you know, that's why like these leaders back in the day, like you probably seen me like mention Marcus Aurelius a million times, mostly because I'm really on his meditations right now. It's just like, it's that, it's that embodying of like that emotional body. Right. And, um, and then when it comes to time, it's the most valuable asset. Mm-hmm. We, uh, it is not infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe our actions can be uh, so that way they exist long after we're gone. But, um, it's, uh, if we don't use it accordingly, um, we can be a slave to it. Yeah. It's very easy to get very busy mm-hmm. and distracted yeah. and lost and stressed and um lonely yeah and we have to have a better relationship with time yeah we have to find out how we're using it mm-hmm. and how it works for us yeah not the other way around so that's yeah. my post in a it's verbal so format <laughs> well you know and i love it because i mean everyone's gonna have it's wealth is obviously subjective right um right. I just loved the framework there. I, I, it, again, it resonates with me and I'm just going to touch on a few things, you know, 
Yeah. We'll start with the time piece. You know, I have, um, I've kind of framed this. It's what I believe is the most valuable trio of assets uh, that we humans have. I call it the trifecta of power, which is your focus, your time, and your energy. Yes. Right. It's like that fucking for, because you know, I know that wherever we're putting that trifecta of power, that's where we're going. That's what's expanding. (laughs) So it's like be, and you know, this is like where agency comes in. Like we have the ability to choose where we are directing that focus, that time, that energy. And then this kind of bridges into, um, you know, when you're talking about emotional health, you know, I mean, my coaching is centered in self-mastery in self-mastery lives self-regulation. Yes. Emotional (laughs) discipline, emotional fucking discipline, emotional (laughs) regulation. And how do you even, how does one gain this? Well, it's what another subject I love to talk about deeply, which is self-awareness. You, you, you gotta go. Yeah. No, let let me throw you that fucking fastball. (laughs) Do you want to, I mean, do you want to finish? I love where you were going. I mean, listen, like we're going to have many talks. I already know that. Um, No, I, 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 so it's like, I, when I DM'd you like straight up behind the scenes people. And I was like, Matt, I'm giving you the fucking mic. I have a lot of things to say, but whatever. I'm always talking. I need people to hear you. Hmm. You did say that I was, uh, that actually hit me pretty hard too, by the way. I was like, Ooh. I'm like, thank you. Uh, <laughs> like, you said it. You, you said it with intention. Like, you know, go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, well, you know, you know what you reminded me of when you did that. Um, back in the beginning of uh, when I was posting first on my first account, which was called HDF Magazine, and it's still up there. Yeah. Um, I I wanted to start having all these conversations, and uh, this is about eight years ago. And I remember two of my uh, like close best friends both said something very similar. And I was like, I was having a moment, like my whole life transformed, everything happened. And I was like, I think I want to like say something. And like, oh, like get them. (laughs) (laughs) Like they were just like, there was this, it was weird because it was a relief from them that I didn't even, I didn't even realize. I was like, huh. They're like, please just get them. Like, just yeah. go in and get them. Like, yes. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> here we are eight years later. Yes, so, I love it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I really appreciated that. And yeah. self-awareness, uh, what a <laughs> what a journey <laughs> that is. Because, um, and I was just kind of putting this on my stories today. It's like, on one hand, you're having a lot of self-compassion. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, you're having accountability. Mm-hmm. And so there's this, like, I'm going to put myself under the microscope to better understand who I am and what my behavior is mm-hmm. and how I'm making choices. I'm going to understand, am I making choices, you know, more appropriately for, um, you know, from me trying to control a situation mm-hmm. or from me trying to, you know, me being in my my highest and best, you know, self. Right. Um, and then on the other side is the accountability and it's, it's a constant journey because we can so easily feel guilty Mm -hmm. 
And if you're driven like I am, although I've finally kind of really started to change what driven means for me. Okay. Um, but if you're driven, you can be very hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. I have been very hard on myself for many years. Yeah. Um, that doesn't really work for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm having a new relationship with that. Um, Can I ask you, I'm sorry yeah. I interrupted, but that was too big. Why? Why does it not work for you anymore? Because I'm not celebrating my life enough, mm-hmm. my good choices, mm-hmm. the process, mm-hmm. the imperfections. I'm not, I, um, if I'm constantly staying stuck in a, not stuck because I can move out of it, but like, but if I'm in a frequency that it's like, oh, I could have done that better. Oh man, I can't believe I did that. All right. Well, fuck. All right. Um, I, you know, I'll look for that opportunity the next time I'll rectify. Like you can kind of stay in it a little bit extra and, or feel like you have to correct something right away, yeah. or it can create a, an extra stress you didn't know about. And, um, cause I love myself because yeah. I'm having a, a, a better relationship with myself. Now where I'm like, I really love you, dude. Like, yes. you know, like good like good for you and just starting to have a relationship with myself over the last couple of years that it's so easy to have with other people, especially with our best friends in our circle and, you know, loved one. Yeah. Um, but can you have that with yourself? And so, uh, I, you know, and I still, still have my, my bouts of, you know, being too hard on myself, but, um, it doesn't work anymore because um, you get tired and, and I guess, you know, I know, especially in high performance, I totally get it. Like I'm a high performer. I love high performance. Um, but I want to stay in flow. Yes. I don't want to stay it, like perfect example. I, I love sports analogies. I'm, I'm a sports fanatic, especially when it comes to basketball. Oh, I'm an athlete. Um, so uh, yeah. Right. So um, Kobe when he took a shot, it was either Kobe or Mike. I'm pretty sure it was Kobe. When he took a shot, the sh- that's it. The shot is up. It's either in or it's not. I mean, he pretty much willed every shot in. But if it wasn't in, there was nothing else. It was stuck in a moment. He's on to the next. He's on to the next. He's on to the next. There is no energy behind the miss. That, that is what was the biggest thing for me is there shouldn't be any extra energy behind the miss. It just should be acknowledged. And that's about it. Like, oh, okay, you know, next, you know, and reset, 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 moment to moment to moment to moment to moment flow. Yeah, you're not fucking dwelling. You're not a victim of the situation. Bingo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you and how I was able to determine that was because I can sometimes feel the ego come up because I'll get like defensive, even to loved ones, even to loved ones. That's hard. It's hard when I have been defensive at times to loved ones because they're just trying to love you. And you're just like, <laughs> you know, totally. and uh, yeah, you know, so um, yeah, it can hit you. And you're just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, and good loved ones, good loved ones are like, yeah, I know. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, so, yeah, no, it's so, you know, I, um, I love that you brought <clears throat> compassion into this because I, um, I always say that self-compassion is a high-performance tool. And my reasoning behind that is because, um, you know, I 
very similar to you, you know, listen, I'm 43. I've, I've, I've been living for a, a minute now. I'm still a baby, but I'm living for a minute to where I have, you know, I can look back at the different decades and, and, and I've been writing my whole life. So actually majority of it is documented as well, but I can really right. see my evolution and feel it. And I mean, my twenties for sure, I was fighting against myself <laughs> in so many much. situations, like driven, like doing all the things, but like fighting against myself. And then in my thirties, I started shifting into this place where now I'm fucking fighting for myself. Yes. And that's when the entire game changes. And part of what's in my arsenal, my ability to fight for myself. And, and that could be, you know, um, that's expressed in many different ways, but you know, the compassion piece is what allows me to have the space that I need the patience that I need to be able to be in that flow state, exactly like you so eloquently just put, you know, just to keep it fucking moving. Yes. Yeah. And it, you know, hit the mark, could have done it better. I'm a high performer too. Like I'm, I'm taking notes. What I won't do is I don't need to be an asshole to myself. There you go. To grow. Like, there it is. Right. And so like the, my heart smiled when you said, I love myself um, because that I, I, I call self-love her. I call her the fucking yeah. queen of battle. And she's the queen of battle, in my opinion, for this reason. She is going to put you in the arena. When I'm talking about fighting for yourself, whether that's getting up when you don't want to, to do the thing that go to the gym, do whatever, um, you know, grind out this project that you need to get out by the deadline, whatever it is. There's so many different ways, right, where you're going to fight for yourself. Self-love is saying I'm fucking worth the battle and the victory. So we're going right now. And this is why she's so badass, in my opinion, because when inevitably it will happen, I say it all the time in my own life. Like there are times where I am, I'm an entrepreneur. I get put on my fucking knees like I'm a path creator. This is uncharted territory that I'm creating you know, from, from passion, purpose, and vision. So I'm taking punches, but self-love is what gets me back up. So she's putting you the, in the arena, but she's also helping you when you take those hits to keep fucking going forward and fighting back, you know? So when you just shared all that and you say, I love myself, I just really hope that everybody who's listening or watching this podcast really felt that from the, from a place similar to where I felt it, because that's it, Matt. Like when you start to get into this state where you really have reverence for yourself, and this bridges me into an area that I really want to pick your fucking brain on for <laughs> values. <laughs> um, you know, it just, you just move through life differently. So yeah, I mean, I just dropped that on you and, and, you know, core values is, is a, because there was a piece of writing when I first, first, like in that first clubhouse, like that same day where I saw you, you wrote something about integrity and that is a core value of mine. And it was a, it's a masterpiece. I shared it. That was like how this whole started. Cause I was like, he fucking nailed it. You nail it because you get it. It's not scripted. So please, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Core values. There, uh, I'll out to proceed that because I love what you said about your twenties and your thirties. So I'm 42, so I'm right there with you. Yeah. And 
um, I felt both of those in the twenties and the thirties, you know, and then the, as I was approaching 40, you know, back in 2019, I was like, I felt the energy of the forties, which I love. I love my forties. And I do feel like a baby, just like you where, Oh, I know better. And I was learning about Kabbalah and originally Kabbalah back in, in the day with its master's words that you can't technically start learning until 40. Obviously that's all changed with modern society. But, um, and the reason being was that every day you live up until you're 40 is experience. Mm-hmm. After 40, you have to turn experience into wisdom or your decision-making and your approach. You have to redefine your approach completely. You know what you know, how you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you have to like really. So good. It may be one thing to make mistakes, you know, and we'll always make mistakes, but like, we know. Right. We know. And, and so we have to, we have to lead differently by that point, I think. So I'm, I'm really enjoying Thank that. You. Um, the values, who, um, there's a lot. Yeah. Integrity is a very, very big deal to me because it is the culmination of a lot of other values. It's respect. Mm -hmm. It's consistency. Mm -hmm. It's being your word. It's showing up. It's uh, love. It's honor. It's humility. Um, All of these things are so important to like guide us. Mm -hmm. And it could be very easy to take anything that is thrown our way that is in compromise to that. And I hate to break it to everybody. Every day we are offered things that are in compromise to that. If you go against your truth or your intuition, you can be manipulated. And I'm not, again, just talking about what's going on currently. I'm talking about throughout life. It's why maybe people took a job they didn't want to, or went to school when they didn't want to, or anything, anything. Um, you're, I think it's important for a person to learn how to not compromise their truth, like what feels Right. And you get a lot of people say, I don't know, like, you know, I don't know really what feels right. And I don't this. I'm like, then learn, then fucking learn it. Because like, and I was writing this yesterday. It's like, you got this world operating in this physical and there's, and it's so mental and low dense earth energy. And I'm like, you don't even realize that you're playing a whole other game within a game, which has everything to do about your soul and it's correction. And what it does is it travels. Meanwhile, everybody's so caught up in like short term everything, you know, um, because of the, the attachment and the need for all of this stuff. Um, but internally, they like they know what they really want and don't want. They know what feels right and doesn't feel right. And it may be a season where something feels right Mm -hmm. that may be more from the emotional and less from the spiritual. And that's fine because that also is your path. Again, grace and self-awareness and growth. 
you'll get there where, oh, weird. Now I have these things and that didn't really actually fulfill that part. You're like, so, you know, what does that maybe tell you? Right. And so integrity, it's our, like our whole, like uh, manifesto or mantra or like our whole being, it's everything. It's so unbelievably important. It's our guiding force. And um, I think the hardest part is, you know, we're not perfect. None of us are perfect, but Ooh, it's really difficult watching people compromise Mm -hmm. their integrity. And then what you feel like in relationship to them, you're like, Ooh, you know, Okay. And that's, that's also what, what the entire world has been experiencing the last 18, 19 months. That's, that's what's happening is it's like, everybody's kind of seeing where everybody's at and how they're either honoring and respecting or dishonoring and disrespecting and, and, and how they're coming to make decisions. Like everything is really, our character is on full transparency. And to me, (laughs) while everybody's paying attention to like the arguing here, I'm like, I would probably pay attention to the behavior here in general, just what does that tell you in how you are approaching you, me, and the rest of the world? And get your shit correct. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like, like, because, you know, with love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but it's like, um, because, because I, I don't, I want you to win. I want you to like, I want you to be happy and healthy and peaceful because I want that for me and I'm working for that for me. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, so integrity and the consistency. Look, if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. <laughs> One of the realest things I learned about seven or eight years ago is when our words and our actions are not aligned, mm-hmm. it makes it very difficult for people to trust us, mm-hmm. especially though some of the most important people in our life, yeah. right? So if you say you're going to do something, even if afterwards you realize I didn't want to commit to that or, Ooh, I should have done that. You do it. You do it. Like I I can't stress like how important it is only because I didn't. And then once I started doing it, wow, the respect completely shifted, but also now I'm kind of like, okay, if they're not doing it, that's fine because I'm, I'm not there, you know, I'm not their guardian. I'm not their, you know, yeah. but at least I understand what their relationship is with themselves in some capacity. And again, by the way, I have to keep stressing to, to the audience too. Like we are never perfect. I have absolutely like, I've been called out. I love being called out by good people around me. Like, Hey, uh, you said you're going to get that thing. And you know, right. I just want to check on you. I'm like, thank you so much. You're absolutely right. Um, here, you know, no excuses. Uh, I, I, you know, this came up, but I got you. Uh, let me go ahead, you know, and get that to you right right now or whatever. And um, and it's funny because sometimes they even feel bad. They're like, oh, no, no. Like, I, I just want to make sure everything's okay. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I I did say that. And yeah, something did come up, but I appreciate it. Right. So just the humility, like, yeah, be, be open and be checked, you know? Yeah. It's not like there's no room for improvement in anything that you're saying, like on a personal Everything. level, I feel the same way. And I'm just, again, like, man, you know, you're saying things and people who have <laughs> you know, been tuned into me for a while and listening to this podcast are like, Oh my God. I always, I say, when I say I'm going to do something, I fucking do it. And here's what, you know, one other thing that I think is just so important to add to everything that you just so epically said is like, um, you know, when you, the consistency piece, man, I call it the magic pill. It's so, so (laughs) fucking important and essential. 
like what you said, it, it, it allows others to be able to trust you. Right. So, so huge. So true. And I'm going to add to that and say, and even before that, what it allows you to do is trust your fucking self and self-trust is a huge part of the conversation with me. Mm -hmm. I know I trust myself because I have proof. Yeah. When I said I was going to do it, I fucking did it. Okay. Maybe I didn't do it exactly on the schedule that I, you know, right. Right. Like, but, but it gets done and it's not about perfect. And it's not about, it just, it's this expression of saying like, my word holds so much weight, not just to you. Like, it's not just about you. So you trust me and you believe in me. No, no, because I'm over here in partnership with my fucking self also. And I love you to just riff on this concept, <laughs> but I'm, a, I always talk about this, like, especially to the women that I coach and I mentor, but like witness self. I'm witnessing myself every single day. And that is where a lot of my empowerment, my confidence and all the love comes from me, like that integrity. Cause I see how I show up, you know, which again, like goes back to like, I'm not saying there aren't messy moments. I'm not saying I'm hitting on the mark. Like there's no perfection here. Like it's just yeah. not anything, to, but it's, it's this constant state of genuine intention and effort that is consistent. <laughs> Yeah. And to witness that is very, very powerful. So please, what are your thoughts on witnessing self or anything I just shared? Well, um, all of it, (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know, um, if I follow through, I probably know my outcomes, right? Yeah, right. I probably know the outcome when a lot of people are like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Why? What didn't you pay attention to with witnessing yourself or with observing others? Right. So um, the consistency builds reliance as well. Um, Self-reliance is huge. Mm -hmm. First, because to your point, I now have a base to draw from. I know it's going to get done. I know it's going to be at that moment, the best it can be of myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I know the outcome yeah. more or less, you know, I, I can predict the outcome <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it allows others to rely on you. Yeah. And I tell this to the world that if you have people that, you know, you can rely on show up in a way that they can rely on you because it's not just about relying on them. Like, I have a very tight circle that I know I can easily rely on them just the same. Right. Because otherwise, you know, I'll, I'll be depleted. (laughs) So, you know, in, in my own, you know, pursuit there. Um, And from uh, the witnessing self, I, I'm just naturally curious about how, um, how I'm showing up in any given moment, like, huh just curious, why did I make that decision? You know, um, what, like, what was the initial reaction to why I made the decision and like, you know, knowing, and then uh, basically practice, because if I, if I start to feel how much more I'm constantly using my intuition and, and my inner voice and God, like where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to say no to this and I'm going to that and see what happens, you know, versus 
uh, you know, I'm really unsure, but you know, okay, let's go ahead and do that. Well, that's a little wishy-washy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's bit. not exactly how you lead, you know? No. Um, and I, I first started really learning a lot more about um, witnessing self from David Data's The Way of the Superior Man, which I read eight years ago after I went through divorce. And um, it was a very amicable divorce. Um, and uh, it was interesting because a lot of, uh, a lot of people thought I was being very hard on myself. They're like, well, you know, I mean, you're a good man, you're a good partner. You know, I think you're being too hard on yourself. I'm like, you don't understand. Two of us ended up in an outcome we couldn't see. I have to know my role and how I ended up there. And I have to know how to lead myself moving forward. So it has nothing to do. I'm no longer responsible for that individual, but I'm definitely responsible for myself. So I'm not being hard on myself. Mm -hmm. I'm being in observance of myself. And so that's when, and I read David Data's The Way of the Superior Man, and it was very interesting about um, doing all of these things if we understand how we're making decisions mm -hmm. and we become clear. And if we become clear, we become directional. Mm -hmm. If we become directional, right, we become um, consistent. And if we become consistent, we become reliant, right? And if we become reliant, we become trusted. And he was talking about the relationship in the book from with women to uh, a man mm -hmm. and that um, security is not material. Security is the way that partner feels that they can trust in how you are leading your life. Yes. So they will not try to micromanage it. Mm -hmm. They may test it because mm -hmm. they're supposed to, because consciously they want to be number one, subconsciously they want to be your number two behind your purpose. Mm -hmm. But um, you create space where you are always making good decisions, even if it's to your own loved one that's like, I cannot do this at the moment. Here's yeah. why, you know. Um, you will be respected. Mm -hmm. um, and so you ha we have to understand, am I always in witness of making the kind of decisions I feel confident about? Yeah. And it's okay if I don't in that moment that that happened. Okay, let me just learn from it. So next time I'm faced with it, I'll know exactly how to answer versus just being on autopilot, which is what happens to a lot of people. That's why self you know, witnessing mm -hmm. is so important. You can kind of just see like, I've done this before. Why have I done this before? Right. Why does this keep happening? You know, and <laughs> and I think, and, and by the way, to everybody listening, it's, it's, it's at every level, it's at every new level because you're constantly learning like new patterns and, and a pattern that got you out of this pattern that got you ascended is now maybe no longer really a pattern that's going to work for you for up here. So you have to create a new pattern to pull you up to the next level. And that's why we have to constantly be looking at ourselves and say, okay, I keep seeing the same things at this level that, you know, it's good. It got me here. I think some things need to change. Yeah. Here we go again. You know, okay. Got to hear what needs to change. And that's life. That's the, fucking, <laughs> that's the game behind the game. It's game. Yeah. It's so good. That's so, so epic. Yeah. I mean, man, so many, there's just so many amazing things that you share that again, I just, um, you know, there's a large ripple effect to your words um, that is so impactful and beautiful. And I think that 
you know, I have this concept um, that came to me one day in my writing where I'm like, man, everything is just information. And what separates us as humans is twofold in this information conversation. Um, It's the information that we choose to ingest. And that means food, relationships, training, books, any of it. It's, it's all information, sunlight information to your system. Right. And then the other, the other part is uh, how an individual responds or reacts to external information that (laughs) they didn't ask for, like called life, like just coming at you, you know, and it's those two, you know, um, situations of information that really make us fucking the individuals that we are, right? So th- that comes to mind because when you when you just explain this, you know, just to witness self and and you and you you know, and it's it's so much of what you're saying is like how I frame it is, just look at yourself. I frame it as like with a student lens. Like leave the fucking judgment. I know it's hard. I it's hard. It's really hard not to judge yourself. But it's like I kind of frame it as like that's amateur. You want to go pro. You fucking leave those judgmental lens that you put them over there, lock them up, put on the student lens and let's evaluate the situation. Let's, let's witness self what's going on with this information here. Right. (laughs) What are you doing with this? (laughs) What is this doing to us? So it's so, it's so, it's so interesting too, to like watch, like, you know, or even something you said too uh, about the external uh, stuff that comes in, whether it's the food, the people, there's so much um, consumption of energy. And I wish people to pay more attention to that. You know, like you ever be somewhat momentous and all of a sudden a new like client, a new um friendship or new relationship or new whatever either um accelerates the momentum you're like oh like god like that's the type of client that's the type of friend that's the type of partner you know like yes like you you can feel it you can feel it yeah and then you can also feel when there's an energy shift and you're kind of almost noticing old habits come back up Mm. i always think that that's interesting when that happens because you're like what am I learning from this? <laughs> that yeah. why and it can happen at any time too, you know, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so I think it's just, it's, we, we consume so much energy. So it's really great to um, always be witnessing how we are feeling yeah. from the things that we are consuming energetically. And that'll also give us a lot of insight into like, what do I need to remove? What do I need to add? And, you know, um, and, to that, what I would expand on is that instead of waiting for it to compound mm-hmm. and it to feel like all of a sudden when you decide to deal with things here, if you don't wait until it's compounded and you just like, you know, a little bit at a time, you you have more flow and you're also able to navigate like, you know, already corrected that. So I knew how to handle it this time. Already corrected that. All right, cool. And you can just flow versus if, again, like if we're not constantly paying attention to these, like this, this witnessing of ourselves and this, these emotions and this energy and it compounds and it compounds and we compromise and we compromise and it compounds and it compounds and then we deal with it. Oh, it's a crash course sometimes. Oh yeah. And then it's like, 
I'd rather like this. Yeah, <laughs> you know? versus the fucking Mack truck, just like. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. Which sometimes that's important too, right? But like, I'm mm-hmm. with you. Like if you can be in that more of that, you know, kind of inching by inch life, inch by inch and flow, um, I think that there's a lot more, um, well, it just feels better, you know, in yeah. the process. Um, process. Mm. Ooh, the process. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I, um, I used to really, I used to not have a relationship with that phrase, embrace the process. So I had a very, you know, it's kind of like, yes, yes, embrace the process. You know, I get it. I get it. Like, no, I didn't get it. Um, The process is your life. It's like where you create and you inject something good, remove something that no longer serves you. Add something here, add this person here, mm-hmm. tweak this thing here. And um, it's also, so I think it's twofold. I think on one hand, it's the mastery of creating your life mm-hmm. and the surrendering to your, to God and to, um, you know, not take on all this stress and control and attach yourself to outcomes and all this other stuff. Because if we're constantly playing for here and the goalpost is always moving, we end up at the end of our life and we're dead versus, you know, like where are we arriving to, yeah. you know? And I did a post about that a while back. I was like, well, I think we arrived when we were born <laughs> and then yeah. it's about how do I live my life while I'm here? Um, and not defining myself the way society wants me to define myself. The only reason why society, in my opinion, in the system ever try to define people other than very malicious intent um, is because of a lot of things, fear and scarcity and control and not doing the work themselves. And uh, I mean, the internal work Um, and, and, you know, and um, I need to know who you are so I can better understand and respect you. Like, what is that about? Like, it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Um, it the, all that matters is how you are um, surrendering to what your soul is here to do, and that takes a lot. It takes a lot to let go. It takes a lot. Like, and I give everybody. Like, let's just remove. You know, I get it. Some people. You know, I know our audience is probably very spiritual, but like, let's just remove the woo woo side. Look, yeah. at any given point in time, you're out in front of a situation and you hear it. You hear it, and you hear it in your head. Do not do this. I have something. Go over here. Go over here. And you do it. And then the person goes, I didn't see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, yes, you did. Please give yourself more fucking credit. It's only, (laughs) yes, you did. And it's okay. Sometimes the not responding and choosing not to see the red flag or do the thing is the pathway to opting into your intuition is because you have to learn what that feels like. Right. I fucking love you, Matt. What you just (laughs) said like that. And you literally, I like, God, so many years ago, I remember one of my best friends, she's going to die when she hears this. I remember saying to her, this exact the exact words i'm like labels labels are for you to understand who i am but i know who the fuck i am so i don't need any kind of label but if you got to understand me okay go label me you know it's just so powerful that's just it's one of 
you know, and, 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 and it comes out and, and bits and pieces in your writing, but you know, there's just so much energy around autonomy that you yes. express yes. Oh, fuck, and ownership, <laughs> you know, it's like, this is one of million reasons where again, like, I'm like, Matt, I just, I got to put you on loudspeaker because, because listen, I, this is medicine right now. Okay. Straight up. (laughs) (laughs) And people fucking need it right now. Like there's never been a better time to fucking take this medicine, you know, and, and let it fucking unfold you. It might be hard and it might be scary and, and all the things. So what, how do you become fucking badass? I would say that, right? Like, yeah, you gotta earn that shit and earning it is facing yourself. Yeah. And, and having that autonomy, that ownership and expressing yourself from that. So <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's why, you know, I recently launched uh, that sub stack. It's part of something bigger that I'm going to do as well, too. But it's called permissionless. OK, one thing I want to ask you. Yeah. Um, where's the fucking T-shirt? Because that, that was a question. I, talk <laughs> about. I love your emails. And it's such a big statement. We're inundated with information. But I genuinely love to go into that email and fucking like tease it apart because. OK, so let me just keep it simple so you can have the microphone back. But like, uh, seriously, Matt, I need the T-shirt permissionless. You're fucking. Coming. Yeah, please. Like, it's coming. I uh, and leave it to me to be the tech nerd. Um, I might be kind of tying that to the whole blockchain NFT thing with a very specific reason uh, as another level of community. But we can we can talk about that <laughs> another time. But yes, it'll it'll be coming. Okay. Um, and I. Uh, permissionless is a an existence that is happening um first i got it from a lot of different things i was reading token economics i'm not going to nerd out too much uh with the audience but um meaning blockchain crypto all this other stuff um this world that we're moving into and if people really understood what is happening in that world it is removing a lot of the inappropriate behavior that has been controlling us in the current world that we're in. And it's moving us to a place where um, it was called like permissionless payments, permissionless coding, permissionless. um, uh, And Naval talks a lot about it in his blogs. I saw it there in the Almanac of Naval Ravikant. Amazing book. So amazing. Um, I don't have the book, but I will get it. Oh my God. Oh my God. On on wealth and happiness. But like his mind is so, you know, modern day, Marcus Aurelian kind of a, you know, um, but, um, and I get what happens with a lot of people is if you've been operating under a mode of, uh, if you've been operating under mode of operation, but if you've been (laughs) under a certain like, (laughs) um, kind of way of being for a long time, it's almost hard to imagine that you have a, options mm-hmm. b any kind of options and c like limitless potential in that and um that's a very scary thing for a lot of people that's why yes. there's certainty in fear there's certainty in um their current setup yeah. even if something is eating somewhere at their soul they know and so but there's certainty in that 
Mm-hmm. When you remove that certainty and create uncertainty, it forces people into a lot of different emotions, fight or flight. It forces them into like, oh my God, what would I do? I don't know. It's like, what do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. And you're like, because you never took the time to think about all of the possibilities. Yeah. And maybe you were a little worried about what other people might think. And you have to remove that because um, they know it. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't like tell you, they know it. And that's why a great, you know, a great exercise for people is like, tell people that, you know, you tell your loved ones that may not understand, I think I'm going to quit this and go do that. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's very irresponsible. That's this, that's that. That's all these things. Right. Okay, cool. Why are those your words? I, I want to know, like, why are those your words? Well, I just think that, you know, you're giving up stability or this. And I'm like, okay, so stability seems to be a big thing for you. What is stability? Well, stability is being able to pay the rent and, and do this and do that and, you know, and, and have all this. Okay, cool. So money seems to be a thing that, you know, tell me about your relationship with money, mom, dad, brother, sister, whoever, you know, like they're giving you, if they're not contributing and being a catalyst for you stating, and you shouldn't even have to rely on it, but it's still a good test. If they're not being a catalyst, um, pay attention to the words that they use, you'll understand them and have more empathy for them and not take it personally for you. It has nothing to do with you. They're fearing breaking from the consistency and the certainty (laughs) of something that may not feel good, but has uh, an outcome that they have come to rely on, which is also being challenged right now uh, by the entire system. And so it's very, you know, not, I feel like I'm about to go on a rant, like I'm a tear, like rant on a rant on a rant, but it's like, like I felt really bad um, when I saw the 70,000 hospital workers, right. Nurses and and whatnot let go in uh, New York. Yeah. um, For not, you know, doing the mandatory thing. And um, I remember, you know, everybody's like, they stood by for 18 months doing this. How could this be? Yeah. And I said, I have been saying this to you for eight, nine years mm-hmm. that I witnessed at a business level, like remove whether it's in medical or anything. Yeah. Like that at any given point in time, your security, mm-hmm. because you're relying on an external thing. Mm-hmm. can be taken from you at any time if you're not creating it. Yeah. Security is what you create internally and how you how you lead from that place. Um, if we are putting our security on others, they also have the right to take it away at any given point in time, whether you like that or not. That's their call. Right. And whether their behavior is healed and <laughs> ethical, and integrity driven, which we find a lot of people struggle with, Mm -hmm. um, which is why I always say humans will be humans, will be humans, will be humans. I say it all the time. And there's nothing wrong with that, but knowing that humans will make decisions that innately at any given decision at any given time may affect me. I must, I must be rooted in what I am creating for myself. So that way, no matter what they do, 
yeah, it may still affect me a little bit, but yeah. I'm probably more ready for it than not. So that yeah. was a little bit of that tenure, but like, I think it was just weird that, you know, so we're being challenged a lot of times. And I tell people, I'm like, don't rely on anything. Like I, I was shown like God could literally at any given moment, especially if you're like, God, all right, I surrender to you. And I did that like nine years ago and boom, he took away, like he removed a lot of different people and things that were like, oh, I'm so glad you're ready to let that go. Do you mind if I give you a way greater life now? I'm just wanting to make sure because you've been kind of like forcing this for so long and feeling like you had to control this and really wasn't serving you. And quite frankly, you seemed a little like stressed at times. And I actually have like a whole other way better life over here. But I was just waiting for you to basically reach out and say, hey, I think I'm done. You know, it's like we 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 have like this hard thing about letting go. And, yeah, well, it's uh, counter, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. People don't realize that, you know, their habits and their patterns that, that, that likely, you know, are not serving them or that are even cultivating like a sense of suffering um, is stemming from, from this place of comfort. And one would not really associate suffering and comfort, you know, to, to be I know, right. together. But it, but it is that it's a pattern. It's a habit because of everything you just said, it's like, whoa, if I let go of this, I, my life vest is gone. Like, you know, yes. the life vest is uncomfortable. It's like suffocating me. It's fucking driving me crazy, but like, it's still a life vest. So like, I feel safe out here, but it's like, nah, man, that's, that's not how it works. And, you know, another thing that you said that like, just gets, <laughs> I always say like, the only variable that doesn't change in life is you like you are in you until you're fucking out of here. Right. Yep. So it's very dangerous and not even wise to, to be reliant on any external worth, security, love, validation, anything that you can get in that, in context of what I just said, it, bonus, bonus, but it has to be first your security, your validation, your love, your worth. Like it has to come from within. And, you know, when, when 2020 unfolded, you know, for the larger part of my career life, uh, I was a um, freelance makeup artist in the celebrity arena. Freelance. <laughs> I don't need to tell you, like, you, you know, yeah, you know, I like you. I hunt, I, I dance on the edge of uncertainty. Like that was always right. I feel like you just get very comfortable or for me rather, you know, that, that was a huge catalyst in all those years, like two decades of, um, of being self-reliant because there were several droughts. There were so right. many moments, right? right. It was like, Ooh, you're like river rafting and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, and you either learn to like, you know, find that security in self, um, or you don't. And then, and then you're just, you're a bitch to the fucking river. Like you're just going to be thrown around. <laughs> I don't know another way to put it, but like when 2020 happened and everyone's like, oh my God, all this uncertainty and, and granted it was uncertainty was like the PR for uncertainty was on fire. Like, whew it was real, like it was happening, but for someone like myself who, and I'm not saying this and I probably don't even, need to I know, where, I know where you're going. Yeah. I know you know what I, I know Yeah, exactly. Going. Like it uh -huh. was like, man, I am fucking like, I've got, I'm ready to go. Like I'm always right. ready to fucking go. That's right. Yeah. No, so, yeah. I, I love, I love that. I, I felt it too. And so I'll, 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 I'll tag team with you on that. I, yeah. I did too. Um, first of all, you know, um, 
because you were so self-reliant for so long and having droughts and championships and everything, it teaches you um, how to constantly pivot and adapt and be flexible and do all of these different things and to question and to move and maneuver and switch it up, like all these different things, right? And so, and then also I, I think, and this maybe comes because of being entrepreneurs, freelancers, et cetera, you, um, you know, you, I had my individual transformation mm-hmm. removed from the collective. Mm-hmm. So last year I was telling people, I'm like, oh, well, you're just experiencing your first real transformation amidst actually a global like shit storm um, of everybody. And I was like, so I have a lot of empathy, a lot of empathy. And they're like, how are you not, you know, worried? I was like, well, you all at least have it, each other, plus us who've done the work. I had to do the work by myself. Word. (laughs) And so you had to watch me eight years ago. You're going to be okay, champ. Let us know how that goes. (laughs) And I'm like, but you couldn't relate, but you couldn't relate. Now my circle can obviously, but like, there were a lot of people that I'm like, this is a lot of work. Like, oh, I love your work. Oh, you know, well, I can't get out of my way. I'm living my life, but I'm I'm rooting for you, dude. You're just like, okay. (laughs) You know, like you're, I was doing the work. And so, but, but the work also teaches you empathy and compassion. Yes. And that's also partially where, we're experiencing people who may not have done the work or are very confused right now and are attacking the ones that have done the work mm. and the ones that have done the work. Notice how we behave. Notice yeah. how they behave. It's right. very evident. It's very evident. And um, they may want us in a different light, <laughs> you know, let's just keep it kosher. I guess you will. But like yeah. we, we have empathy and we're like, it's all good. That's why I'm able to stand here in fortitude, you know? Um, and then the other thing I was going to tell you too is um, in 2019, 2020 was almost a cakewalk, not for what was going on externally, but like in my internal world, because in 2019, um, a friend of mine was uh, was fatally, uh, fatally, you know, uh, shot, unfortunately. And then two months later, my father passed, which was a very spiritual experience. Yeah. Months later, um, my uncle passed. And, um, you know, there was, you know, no longer some people I was affiliated with in business and, you know, mm. other circles. Like, I mean, it was like, it was literally like every month, the way probably everybody felt about 2020, I had my own like meme every month of night, like oh. 2019. And I'm like, something big may be coming, <laughs> you know, I'm like, because, but, and I, and I encourage people to, there's this thing called sideswiping that they talk about a little bit in the spiritual world, which is, it's not a coincidence you're seeing, you're witnessing the energy of a lot of different things all happening at the same time Mm -hmm. because there is a shift in your world and um, maybe in the world at large. I think it turned into the world at large in 2020, but like for the most part, if you're noticing a lot of your own individual things that after a while you're like, you ever go, that's creepy. Like how that, like that, and then that, and then that, take a step back immediately, immediately um, and observe and reflect again, back to the self-witnessing, like, am I going too fast? Mm. Am I missing something? Do I need to take, you know, a step back for some people? Like how am I doing my work? Am I being, you know, honorable in it? All these things, right? 
Um, and so um, for me though, I, I, in 2019, I think it was just more of a like, yeah, like, oh, I want to change my approach to life moving forward uh, in a very healthy way. And I figured it was probably, um, you know, preparing me yeah, you know, were- for this next world that a lot of others are relying on us for too, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, to, to, to have experienced what you did in, in 2019, I mean, that is a very intimate level of pain, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and there, I can't even imagine, you know, the amount of, um, well, just you being you, you know, the, 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 the beautiful wisdom that actually was birthed from you from that, that pain, right. You, I'm sure you felt into it as, as difficult as it was, you know, but you know, that ends up being, um, you know, or how I see it, like so much of the armor that you would, uh, and, and not just the armor, the, the torch, Mm-hmm. Very strategically, like or in, intentionally using these words, right? Um, the torch that you would take yourself through um, in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. So it was. Um, I mean, listen, and and this actually bridges me into something that I really want to. <laughs> I have <laughs> like I, I want to live in this. I'm kind of holding you accountable here where I'm going with this right now um, because I care. <laughs> but you know, I'm like, okay, Matt. So you were definitely, I mean, listen, your whole life, but like, okay, you were fucking set up to, to have that, that, that armor, to have this, the wisdom, to have the torch, to not just move yourself in a very empowered, powerful way, impactful way, um, in 2020 and beyond in life, but to be, um, that voice of, of, um, well, influence and impact and support and love and light, to all of your community, to all who really come, come across to you and, and can see you and feel you. Um, and then, you know, so that, that, now I'm going to bridge to the piece where I'm going to hold you accountable. Um, you're writing. Yeah. Okay. I left you a note the other day. I'm just putting it on a blast. <laughs> and I was like, just for our audience. And I was like, so when's the book coming out? Because <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> that like, you're writing. Number one, I have a question. Like, when did you start? I mean, you've been, you are a very prolific artist. Like I, I always like when I'm doing my notes for my, my guests, you know, you, you can go to their about section and like have their titles, but that I create my own title for the guest. Right. And I'm like, he is a prolific digital and life artist. I mean, straight up, you're just an artist, but you, you touch in, in, in this realm and in this realm powerfully. So my question and I want to dive into your writing a bit is like, when did you really start expressing yourself um, in this, in this medium of writing that I am so just taken back by? Writing is a very amazing journey for me. I'm a, I was a very expressive kid and I was raised to express myself. Um, so I really thank my parents for that. And I don't think that's always easy in a world where, especially, you know, back to that whole authenticity thing, it can also be naiveness because we want to just express with the world and we think that it's always going to be well-received. <laughs> we forget who's always <laughs> on the other end too, right? But but that's where we learn fortitude and other things, right? So um, I was a very expressive kid. And weirdly enough, I, I was, you know, I've, I was reflecting on this recently where um, math was my thing. In writing, I had these weird incidents throughout all of like grade school and college 
that I know is God. And I'll explain. Mm -hmm. I remember in about three or four different grades, including twice in college, where a teacher would give me back the paper and say, there's something about where you were going with this. So instead of giving you a C, I'd rather give you an A, take it home and complete it. Now it happened five or six times total. And why did everybody else not get spared that chance? What's that about? Right. What's that about? Like why, you know, and I, I didn't think anything always of it. I just thought of, oh, cool. I'll get a better grade <laughs> you know, at the time. And then, um, and then I was constantly writing behind the scenes, um, whether in digital or in marketing or in branding or in business and business plans and pitch decks and VCs. And like, it seemed like I was, you know, and like my father was an attorney and a businessman. So I'd like review contracts and like, I just, it's like, you don't even realize that it's happening until one day you wake up and you're like, Oh wow. It was always happening. It was always happening. Yeah. Um, and then, um, about eight years ago, I, I needed a medium. I needed a, I needed a platform. And, uh, after, you know, the, all the stuff that was removed from my life. And I felt like I was starting over from scratch again. Um, I wanted to have very real conversations and express myself to the world because I wanted to a see that I'm not the only one and that I'm not crazy and B make other people not feel lonely and crazy. <laughs> you know, like, Hey, we're in this together, even if it's just by myself, but we're in this together. You know? I always say like, we're all crazy. And it just comes down to how our crazies get along with each other. Right. <laughs> right. And, and so it was interesting because those same two friends from earlier that said, get them. One was showing me a lot with Instagram and um, well, before him, one of my best friends I grew up with, um, he knew what tough time I was going through. This is one of these friends that uh, he must have been a brother in another in another life, many lifetimes, and a, a soldier in arms, anything, because it just, I don't know, it's just the way he makes decisions in life from a very um, grounded place, always not complex, not overly simple where there's no thought, just a grounded place. And I've told him that recently. And so he was watching me write and I missed a few days and he said, where's your writing? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I don't know. Like I missed the last two days. Like, where's the writing? And I'm like, Oh, you like that? And uh, he said, yeah, like a lot. I, said, I think you should keep doing that. I was like, all right. <laughs> and so that started, you know, I started to think about that and I was like, I think I need to express myself more. Let's do this. And then my, my other very close friend, my best friends for years was like, Hey, here's how, you know, Instagram is working. This is back in 2014. So this is before algorithm yeah. changes. All. He's like, here's how Instagram is working. Like, here's how, you know, something to think about and, you know, run, 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 Maybe. launch it, launch it, launch it, talk, talk it out, therapy it out, talk it out. And, um, so I started writing and, um, I, it was really like channeling for me. I realized how I hadn't done it publicly mm -hmm. and I hadn't given the love. It was sort of like God finally saying like, finally, <laughs> like finally, finally, because, you know, these hints over 15 plus years weren't enough, but thank you for finally, <laughs> for finally like 
you know, sometimes I, <laughs> I know that's not how it works, but I love humanizing sometimes just yeah. to relate to people. You know? sure. It's like, and, um, and so it was very much channeling. I do it spur of the moment. There is no yep. planning. There is no, it, it's right then and there, every piece since then, right then and there. And I've even had, I remember back in the beginning when I was doing seven to nine posts a day, people were asking me, I had a lot. It was what, what happened was coming out of a divorce and coming out of like, that was eight years of marriage and just a lot of changes. Imagine like if a lion is sleeping dormant and it finally, the cage is like left open, mm-hmm. like you're going to go for a long run. And the yeah. roar is so loud that you just have to like express yourself. Yeah. And I started just, it was like just pouring and pouring out. And I remember people were asking like, Hey, so how do you plan your content for the week? Yeah. I'm like, what do you, what, like, what do you mean? You know, and I, I was, I was so naive at, at the time about it. And uh, <laughs> they were like, well, you know, I mean, do you do it every Sunday? Uh, do you kind of batch them first? And then you just like launch them. I'm like, no, I, I really don't understand like what you mean. And they're like, you know, like you set them up. And then when the day comes and I was like, oh, I was like, no, yeah, no. And then they were just like, so you're just writing, like you just write it and then you launch it. I said, I write it and then I launch it. That's what I'm feeling in that moment. Um, Whether it is a past experience, something I can relate to, something I'm channeling, something I can let people know, something I'm feeling, something I'm exploring, any any number of things. And um, I also wanted to write in a way where because I was talking about experiences, I never wanted to reference any person or any place or any brand or anything, remove the energy of where I might've learned the experience, but create a new energy of how to manage a situation that could happen. Mm -hmm. So I would be a honoring and leaving behind somebody that did me maybe wrong Mm -hmm. and helping others rethink, should they see signs of these things in themselves or in business or in life or relationships or all these things. Yeah. And it just kept going from there. And then the audience asked for the podcast. And I was like, I'm not doing a podcast. And they're like, just do a podcast already. And I'm like, fine, I'll do a podcast. Um, and that just went crazy to like 6 million downloads or so over time. And um, in more recent years, to get to your original question, um, I started writing a lot more on my personal account because um, I felt I was a little too behind the scenes Mm. and I wanted people to feel a soul Mm. behind, like, I get you. I'm right here, like right here. Let's have the conversation. I'm not hiding behind a moniker HDF, you know, or permissionless or hospital separately, HSS, like here I am, like, let's, you know, um, and I have a lot of different interests from my life and, um, I'm constantly a student. Uh, so let me share with you what I am understanding about myself and these messages that I can't tell you why they're coming through. I wish I could, they're channeled, you know, and I had one of my best friends tell me, you know, that, um, that was kind of something I was born with sort of like, um, you know, a, a knowing of information, so from a young age, giving advice, how would I know that? How would that be something that I could even give with or without context? Yes. And so that was very interesting to learn that, oh, wow, like this is a, it's a channeled thing going on. Um, and, um, and to the rest of the world listening, 
you know, even I sometimes have problems with it, meaning I love it that I'll never stop. I'll never stop. But I have a bunch of different other things going on sometimes. Um, and, you know, just like I tell everybody else, like I'm constantly looking to how I manage. What do I keep moving forward? And what do I reduce? Because we know this thing is my greatest love and it really does deserve all the attention, you know? Yeah. So it's a work. So I, I, I urge you to know that I too am always a work in progress. I'm like, Oh, I still got some things to let go, but the book, um, which, you know, I get, I, I get asked, I, I just recently, I'm about to re redo Matt Goddessman. Well, I, I've redone Matt Goddessman.com. I just haven't swapped out the sites. And I even purposely put a tab there that says my book, I um, love this. <laughs> just on purpose, because yeah. I'm like, and, and by the way, it's just for everybody, like, I urge you to build your own website. I know that that sounds funny. You know, like I'm not techie. Stop. At this point, you can use Wix or Webflow or WordPress or what, there's so many ways, like literally Wix is drag and drop like Canva. Stop. Right. But um, what's cool about doing it is create it for where you're heading. So you put the things in place there, even if it's not ready, even if it's not launched, it doesn't matter. And so I put my book and then like you come to the page, it just says like, you know, hey, you might be here because you're part of my tribe or you got referred here or whatever, et cetera. Like, I love writing. This is this and that. Um, I'm working on it. But leave your name and uh, email and I'll, you're going to be on the list. I'll let you know as I develop it, et cetera. And so and I've already started working on all of the different, you know, uh, areas and topics that, you know, appeal to me. Uh, and I. It's it's interesting because I want to really honor the process. I know there'll be more than one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I know that too. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be different styles. I mean, they all yeah. like work together, but just different expressions from you. Yeah. That's just my feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and there's because there's so there's so much to share because like I'm. It's weird how like in some circles I'm just known as like business and yeah. digital and marketing, and he's a tech yeah. guy. In a lot of other circles, it's writing and spirituality. You right. know, you got this whole like now, like around all these like blockchain, crypto, NFT. <laughs> like we're all like in these groups, you know. And, yeah. Um. And so I get that. I think that that's um. <laughs> so people are like. That's why I appreciate what you said earlier. You're like just an artist of life, and I'm like, yes. well, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly. And I and I, I I another thing I would urge to people, um, to consider is. Leonardo da Vinci um, was not just a sculpt a sculptor or a you know or a um, like a painter, but that's how he became very well known. And and he, there were so many other things, and he felt like he got boxed into a hole because of it. So he purposely removed himself in some capacity to go into architecture, mm -hmm. into flight, yeah, aviation, yeah, to science, you know, into psychology. I mean, so don't be so confined and restricted to just like, if these are the things that like, you know, um, I'm doing that they're the only things that I'm doing. And so, yeah, yeah. so that's to answer your question, why I can see that several books going different things. And I, I love the dynamics of spirituality and relationship and our personal selves and with partnership and then, you know, then business and how does that all tie in together, how we behave and. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you and for me to get your books um, and everybody else here <laughs> to get the books, um, you know, but you know, you, you, there's multiple disciplines that you, you have a powerful voice in and it's, and it's, yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, so it's one part, you know, um, there's knowledge, there's knowledge. Like if you, if you think about like your career capital, it's like, holy shit, mm. you know, you, you got a lot 
a lot to share <laughs> a value to, to anyone who's worth, you know, who's, who's willing to listen. Uh, and then that also, you have so much wisdom and so much, there's just this authenticity, um, authentic, like how you say, it's like you channel it. It's the same for me, Matt. I, mm. I write in the moment. It's totally right. downloaded. It's just, uh, there's no, like it's, there's, it's, it's not, um, contrived. It's, it's, it's coming from, I call my muse, um, also known as yeah. my future self, um, yeah. also known as the highest self, but yeah. So, you know, with you, when you, I love this message that you just shared, um, in addition to everything else, just letting us know like what's going to go down with your book. Yeah. And, but just that message, um, that I'm, I'm, I'm equally so passionate about sharing, which is you don't have to be one thing. In fact, uh, you're not here. I, I don't believe you're here to be one thing. You know, there was like this funny statement. I was a guest on a podcast recently and the, the host started laughing so bad because I was like, listen, I'm a fucking martial artist. I train Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I'll choke you out, but I can also get you ready for the, the Oscars. And then I can help your mind. So I go, like, it was just this funny, I'm not um, restricted to any, you know, this is who I am, or this is my profession or that, you know, um, express yourself, unleash yourself, right. It's service to so, you, but also to the world, you know, all the different books that you'll, you'll write. Um, I mean, think of how many people around the world will gain in all of those different areas because of you unleashing yourself. So i love the message in that, um, I also love that tip. And I, I'm honestly, I think I'm going to do that myself. I, I always write, you know, like in my own privacy, like, um, in fact, actually, um, on, on my bracelets, I have these words and, and one of it, um, one says New York times best NYT best. And it's not so much about, oh, because it's about being the New York times bestseller. It's because it's an arduous fucking task to even be like, cons- and and that actually, there's something that I, I wanted to, when you were talking about like process, you know, high achievers, high performers, um, driven individuals, we have these goals and then the goal moves. Once we get there, we're already looking at the next We're not, And, you know, I always feel like, you know, the, the beauty is like, it's not just, yes, it's the victory. It's the goal. Like I want the goal too but it's more about who you become, who yes. you become on the way to the fucking goal. It's all about you. I mean, it, it's, 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 um, mm-hmm. I, I have this guided journal coming out. I'll share with you offline. Um, but the title of it came to me downloaded one day in my journal. Um, the title is called you are the path. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you, you're the motherfucking path. <laughs> yeah. Always has been, always has been, you know, and oh, I, yeah. I'm sorry. No, uh, no, 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 please. Go. <laughs> I was just passing it back to you. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I love that. And, um, one thing when you're talking about, um, more than one thing, I urge people to think about how we express ourselves to the world is through mediums, writing podcast, being a banker, being a businessman, being a lawyer, being a, um, you know, jujitsu trainer. I mean, anything, anything we're using a physical real world scenario to bring uh, our soul through. And so the world can hopefully be impacted for the better. 
So yeah, we're going to have multiple mediums, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think that if we look at it more like, oh, I'm not the um, label of this. Mm-hmm. I'm using the medium of this to go through to the people. And that's a way different uh, way of, I think, it helped me. Uh, and then the other thing, when you were talking about, um, yeah, the channeling and the writing, uh, another great tip for people too is, it's okay if you can't necessarily channel it right away. A really great exercise is just a freehand conversation with God, source, universe, however you want to, you know, your highest self. You, literally, you can write, you know, I'm feeling this, woke up feeling this way. I'm not really sure where that's coming from. I think maybe it's because of this, this, and this, but who really knows? And so what starts to happen is your writing and then your highest self or God starts to kind of write through you as like, and I'll do this, looking at this now, this is probably where I'm going to go with it next. And so you start to kind of like have this relationship from free handing to start expressing yourself. And from that expressing yourself, you also start to kind of get more clarity Mm -hmm. and you get to see where the mind can, and and the heart and the soul can really go or where the soul already is. And we're just trying to catch up. (laughs) So uh, we're having a dance with our soul. Like, right. That's really what we're doing is we're writing with our soul. And it's like, uh, the soul wants to have that conversation. It's your GPS. So it's like, oh, I already know what you need. So whenever you're ready, <laughs> you know, whenever you're ready, I don't know how you okay, feel. We're going. That. You know, fate and free will. Like, you know, unfortunately, you need to make the decision to follow me. <laughs> so, so good. You know. Oh my goodness. Okay. You're, oh my goodness. I'm so grateful for you for all this time. Um, so there's a couple things I like to do Mm -hmm. to wrap out an episode. Um, and hopefully I would just, you know, be honored to have you back on and just have more conversations with you. Yeah. So saying that now, um, before I ask you these, these, I do a bit of rapid fire words, which you do not need to be rapid in your response. You could just whatever comes top of mind, top of heart when I say these words. Um, but before I go there, is there anything we've talked about a lot of, of just pure golden nuggets, like so much gems coming out of you. Is there anything though, that you haven't shared in this episode that you want to live in this conversation? Maybe it's something that you wish people would kind of pull on you more on or like pull out of you rather um, anything of that sort, or just final thoughts before I move into rapid fire words. You know um, I would love it if they come to into the community and not like the work, but talk about it with me. I would love more conversation. So um, everybody can feel uh just more connected and more like empowered that, okay, it's not just me. And um, here's what I, you know, I, I want to hear other people's experiences as well within the work, right. And what, what they see in there and that. And then, um, and the other thing I would, I would, I would constantly tell people uh, is um, be more patient, show yourself more grace um, and, you know, really work on practicing surrendering to the soul um, versus the controllable nature of you, you know, that has a hard time letting go, even when you know a different answer is better. Like, so like let go a little bit more. And sorry if my dog is 
<laughs> Crowley. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So I would, but I would as like letting go more. Um, and when you practice that surrendering, what happens is you start to also know how to answer things in your life in any given situation much quicker, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. True that. So, so good. I love it. Um, thank you for that. Okay. If you, and I know that you do Matt, cause you're an alchemist. If you had a magic wand and you can give the masses one positive habit that would have a large ripple effect on their life, what would it be and why? Discipline. <laughs> Discipline. Discipline. Please elaborate. This is important here. I love it. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll, it'll solve everything else. It'll solve everything else. It'll, it'll solve for your habits. It'll solve for your consistency. It'll solve for your word. It'll solve for your actions. It'll solve for your clarity. Um, it'll solve for your health, your finances, your relationships, better relationships. You know, it'll, it'll literally change how life happens for you versus, you know, you just being kind of a, kind of the outcome of what life is doing to you, right? You, you, you have more sovereignty and freedom for that. I'm putting a bow on that. That was so fucking good. <laughs> like that was just here, everybody. Take that. <laughs> Fuck, that was so powerful. Um, okay, rapid fire words. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. First one is love. A must. <laughs> oh, do I have to just do do how no, many do I do? You go wherever you want. Yeah, oh, no, it doesn't have to be rapid. I could go, I could go on a tear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought I had to give one word back. No, and I was no, like, no, so I was no. like, ooh. <clears throat> um, love, uh, light without it. Um, we're not, we're like, we're losing everything. It's, it's like the solver of everything. Right. So, um, love is our ability to have a, um, grace and empathy and, um, re like relieve of stress and, um, connection it allows us to have more connection and um, we cannot really do anything without it because without it, we run into a lot of other, um, you know, problems and, and other things in general that can really affect the outcomes of our life. Um, and uh, it's also the truth. This is a very, very, very important thing. We will say your heart got broken. No, it didn't. Your ego got broken. Your heart is truth. It is the utmost truth because it is not, it's, it's courage. It's, it's, I'm going to tell you something that is resonating with me most, even if it is not what you want to hear, but it is like, I'm going to say no to you, but that's because I have to do what is at utmost best for me. That's heart. That's respect. That's like truth, you know, instead of just taking something on that shouldn't be yours or being with somebody you shouldn't be with, or, you know, being afraid of what somebody thinks. Your heart is your truth. Love is truth. And it's light. It's like fucking pages in your book. One <laughs> like, you heard Perfect. it here first, people. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next word is fear. Mm. Dark. Fear is made up by a whole, like, illusory world. Is that how you say it? Like illusionary, yeah, illusory. illusory word yeah. world um, that um, we have maybe not yet dealt with something in the uncertainty, but it is um, a just killer of everything good. Uh, 
innately good. And um, it doesn't allow you uh, the freedom to um, expand and it doesn't allow you the freedom to, uh, to live. Yeah. You know, um, it doesn't allow the freedom of your, of, of, of your soul to guide you. Um, it keeps you in a very stressed, um, suppressed, angry, bitter place. It has no real service of value at all to you. Um, and, um, it's just not real. It's just not real. And one thing I'll share on that is that I learned a long time ago, I think it was in conversations with God and then a workshop was that um, love when at the beginning of time, when God created souls and um, they were perfect, this is in conversations with God, that the issue was he created people, he created souls, perfect love, light. If you don't have any contrast, how do you know what love feels like? You don't. He created contrast, dark, fear, right? Not for us to take it on, but the ego was then birthed from that. But so we can say, oh, that's why this feels so good. Mm -hmm. So when we see fear or people being fearing to us, they're actually your contrast reminding you, oh, wow. Like, so I'm actually much more heart than I'm maybe even giving myself credit. Like, oh, well, if that doesn't feel right, because this like love feels right. Oh, uh, oh, oh, I, wow. I appreciate it now. Right. Like, oh, we can't appreciate without contrast. Fear is just contrast and it's not real. So. So epic. <laughs> so good. Um, okay. Passion. Passion. Uh, we're here to create and, um, I wrote a little bit about this last night. I mean, it's our, our expression to the world, but it's our expression for ourselves. It's really what we're here um, to embody. I think it's our approach to everything that we do. Um, and uh, it's our guiding force. It's what allows us to build, as you know, something from nothing. Yeah. Um, and it relies very heavily on intuition which is what I was saying on last night's post. It, it needs intuition because we don't know all the things. The passion is potentially, you, you hope it's more than one season or a lifelong, you know, you hope it's lifelong, but if not, it doesn't matter because we'll have several, but the passion needs intuition, um, which is a beautiful relationship because um, we're not relying on why we have this curiosity and this natural thing that we want to constantly like do within any particular area. We just need to rely on, um, you know, moving in that direction and having other things be, you know, shown our way. It's teaching us. It's literally so teaching good. us how to just rely and trust in universe and God and the soul. Like that's all it is. It's, it's like, but the passion needs um, the intuition so it can like cultivate and create the life. Right. Working <laughs> in the kitchen right now. This is so good. Um, okay. Couple more. Um, courage. Uh, heart. Courage is uh, you can. I don't think that you can have courage without the heart. Um, we can be courageous and handle anything. How we handle it is the heart, because 
this keeps us in truth. So courage is, in my opinion, courage is leadership of truth, right? Um, versus asserting a, you know, uh, an outcome solely that's just best for you. Um, it's doing what is right. Where does what is right come from? I mean, really right, not like my interpretation of right. <laughs> so the heart, truth. So <laughs> um, I just got it. Like I saw a t-shirt design from you. And it's like right over the heart, it just is truth. Um, mm. That's so good. Uh, okay. <laughs> couple more. Resilience. <laughs> Pick a year. <laughs> um, resilience you're going to need because there are going to be moments of being misunderstood and where um, it's going to feel like things aren't working out in your favor and that becomes very lonely especially if you're doing it with integrity mm-hmm. and ethics. And I did a post about that, that like it might have you feel like in the short term you are losing when you see other people, maybe even in your same category, catapulting. If from true talent, beautiful. If not so much from true talent, but you know what they're using to do it, doesn't matter. Um, it just doesn't matter, right? Um, resilience to stay in your lane uh, with your ethics and integrity intact uh, is a lifetime. So, um, you know, you're going to need resilience uh, and fortitude and uh, a lot of grounding and a lot of self-work and self-witnessing and all these things. Um, So you don't constantly give yourself away each time there's a temptation or a distraction. So good. Oh my goodness. Okay. Final word, excellence. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The act of doing. Mm -hmm. That's what came from me right in that moment. Meaning um, we already know perfect doesn't exist, but we know that at any given point in time, we can put our best work out in that moment, at that moment. Will it get better? Yeah. Could part of it even get worse if we go in a different direction? True. But Excellence is the doing. It's the actual release, like releasing the work from your best at that moment. And, um, you know, caring enough about the details and the people it impacts. So, um, you know, it's not rushed. Excellence will never be rushed. It cannot be rushed. Um, and it, it's very time consuming. It's very, 10,000 hours plus kind of modality. Um, and it's a great North star, but it's always changing because, you know, our, our body of work is always changing. So, um, I think it just helps us really ground in our mastery in the process. Fucking everybody applaud. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh my goodness. Okay. Please guide everybody. Where do they just take deeper dives into you and your work? Yeah. Um, well, 
everybody can reach out at Matt Gottesman, M-A-T-T-G-O-T-T-E-S-M-A-N on Instagram. Uh, uh, yes, I actually answer every DM and text. This yes. woman will tell you, <laughs> you know, um, and uh, I, I'd love to hear from all of you guys. Uh, my sub stack is, it's called permissionless. You can just search permissionless, but, or you can just go to mattgottesman.substack.com. Um, we are permissionless.com. If you want to kind of keep up with where that is going to head and then, uh, mattgottesman.com. And the podcast is called the hustle sold separately. Uh, I did not mean the hustle from hustle and grinds, just more from <laughs> doing the work, just doing the work, you know? Um, but that's <laughs> so, so good. Yeah. So many things. Yes. Yeah. Obviously everything's in the show notes. And I just want to take a minute to say, thank you not only for your time and your energy here, but for being a real contributor in this world. Like you're, you're doing it, Matt. And I'm, I'm so grateful again, shout out to my best girl, Carrie Walsh, Carrie Walsh Shuttings, because I mean, I'm just so grateful. She fucking sent me that link that morning, you know? Mm. Um, and I'm so grateful to myself that I just fucking decided to click on it and be connected with you and your beautiful energy and wisdom. So thank you so much this has been truly an honor. Oh, thank, thank you for having me on. And uh, shout out to Carrie. Um, she sent me a, a, a DM the other day uh, when I was having some like back issues from a lymphatic massage. <laughs> She's like, use this machine. This I knew it. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I'm on it. Thanks. And, and actually, I, I'd asked my osteopath that afternoon. I'm like, hey, uh, if if need be, I can use this after the ice bath. That doesn't work. But um, so that was awesome of her. Um, I got to tell you, because when I saw that post, I was thinking about Carrie and I'm like, she's probably going to recommend because that machine is everything and it's so right. legit. But I literally had that vision of you guys communicating <laughs> that. That is fucking hilarious. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, it's legit. And, and thank you so much for having me on. This wow. was an amazing conversation. I'm, I'm happy to deep dive anytime. I think more of these conversations I'd love to see the world have, you know, me so too. Yeah, yeah. So to be continued. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Bye, you guys. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look. R O X Y L O O K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired, to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And last but not least, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, or perhaps you already have one and you need help with you know editing your audio and the production of it, I cannot recommend my producers enough. Resonate Recordings, you guys, they are the bomb. I rely on them. They are an absolute supportive tool to me and my podcast. So check them out and let them know that Black Belt Beauty sent you. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next. <laughs>